Welcome to The Receptive Life. I'm Paul, and uh, this is a series that will help us fight against the unholy trinity. And uh, so we can refer to that as the devil, uh, the corrupted world that we live in, and our own sinful flesh. So uh, it will help us fight against that unholy trinity. It will help us defend uh, ourselves with all of the promises of Jesus and his work. But also it will help us uh, learn how to receive all of the gifts that only uh, the triune God can give to us. And so uh, we're going to call this the receptive life. So in this video, I'd like to just describe a little bit about that, uh, that concept and uh, where did it come from, what's behind it. And then in other videos, we'll talk about uh, how to actually use it and implement it in a daily, uh, daily way, a daily practice. So the receptive life, um, you could think of it as a spiritual framework, a, a way of thinking, uh, a way of acting, a way of going about and living, uh, living the Christian life. Um, and it has daily and weekly practices. And uh, this spiritual framework focuses on um, uh, really two things, receiving the person and the work of Jesus, but then also um, making use of him. And so we'll receive the gifts that come from uh, our Lord Jesus Christ, but also then we'll use those gifts, use uh, the promises uh, of the person and work of Jesus to fight against the unholy trinity and to defend ourselves and uh, again, to receive all of the gifts that only uh, the triune God can give to us. So it's that uh, spiritual framework. Now, uh, maybe another way to look at it is, uh, let's use a metaphor of a spiritual ladder. And uh, the ladder, um, the first ladder, uh, the progression will be up the ladder. Let's call that the ladder of spiritual performance. And this is, this is really the default um, mindset because of sin. Uh, sin has so corrupted us that, uh, and it has so separated us from God that the default mindset is that somehow, some way, we must make our way back toward God. Somehow earn his favor, um, merit um, this gift of righteousness. And so uh, we think of you know, uh, climbing this ladder. And this usually comes into, into play when we talk about spiritual practices or spiritual um, exercises like reading the Bible or going to church, uh, going to the sacrament. Sometimes uh, we think of those as things that we uh, perform, works that we do in order to receive God's favor. So let's think of that as a uh, the spiritual ladder upward of performance, focusing on well, what must I do? But the scriptures speak about a different way. They talk about God himself descending, coming down to us and giving to us uh, all of the gifts that only he can give. And so if the ladder up is about what, what we are to do, the ladder uh, that points uh, downward descends is about God himself giving us all of the finished work of Jesus. And so we should see ourselves then sitting at the bottom of this ladder, receiving. So if the first ladder was about performing, this one is about receiving all of the works of 
Jesus. Uh, the scripture refers to the spiritual life as a life that is by grace, through faith, uh, for the sake of Jesus. And so God uh, gives to us all of his um, gracious gifts, not because we deserve them, uh, but because he himself is kind and loving and compassionate and gracious. And we receive those gift, gifts through faith, and they're always uh, only for the sake of of Jesus. So um, the biblical word or phrase for the receptive life would be the beggar's cry on the side of the road. You know, the spiritual beggar sitting there, uh, not having anything to offer, hands are wide open and empty, um, but there he cries out, Lord, have mercy on me. And how many times throughout the Gospels do we hear of Jesus stopping by the side of the road and uh, pouring out all of his blessings upon uh, upon this beggar? Lord, have mercy on me. Now, Martin Luther referred to this as uh, the receptive life or the life that receives all of God's gifts. He, he often wrote about how the Gospel um, bids us to hold the sack uh, open and have something given to us. In fact, uh, his final words that he scribbled on a note of uh, a piece of paper just before he died was just a simple little uh, phrase. He said, we are beggars. This is true. And so the receptive life is this, um, is this ladder that um, we at the bottom simply receive uh, the works of another, as opposed to trying to climb it by our own works. Now, uh, admittedly, there is some activity. There is activity in the Christian life. Uh, so we'll talk about uh, in the receptive life, uh, God's encouragement, even his exhortation and command to go to places, to uh, get ourselves to the places where he has promised to do his work and to give us uh, his gifts. So um, he exhorts and encourages us to go to worship on the Lord's Day, to receive the sacrament, to be baptized, um, to read the scriptures, to study them, to be with one another and to encourage each other uh, with, um, with the word of God, the promises of Christ. And so that is a very active um, endeavor, isn't it? Getting and going. But but this is not a climbing up the spiritual ladder. And if we do those things, God looks upon us and gives to us favor or grants us uh, special gifts. Uh, no, that's just his way of saying, go to the places where I have promised to do my work. And so there is this activity, the daily exercise of the Christian faith, to go to get ourselves to the places where God said that he would work uh, on us, give to us the works of Jesus. And so we go to those places where the triune God has promised to do his work and to give his gifts. We go to the scriptures, we read the scriptures, we study them, we memorize and meditate upon them. We go to uh, the service of the Lord's day and we receive the sacrament, we hear the word proclaimed, we gather to, together with one another. And when we are in those places, who's the one doing the work? Well, it is God himself, the triune God, and he is active. We are then sitting there receiving. Uh, the word of God is living and active, and it makes us uh, alive. And so 
that's the receptive life. In the scriptures, in the sacraments, we receive the person, we receive the work of Jesus, we receive the forgiveness of sins, and uh, then we make use, we make use of him. Now, this um, this is uh, portrayed in a couple of uh, paragraphs from the Augsburg Confession, specifically the Apology of the Augsburg Confession, in our Lutheran Confessions, um, in Article Chapter 3. And so I'll, I'll read some of these words for you that speaks of this uh, reception of uh, God's gifts. Thus, the worship and divine service of the gospel is to receive from God gifts. On the contrary, the worship of the law is to offer and present our gifts to God. So right there, it speaks of these two ladders, right? The gospel is about receiving, God himself descending, giving to us all of the works of Jesus, uh, compared to the, the ladder of the law, the performance, that's, uh, that's us trying to offer our works to God. Uh, the quote continues, We can, however, offer nothing to God unless we have first been reconciled and born again. The chief worship of the gospel is to wish to receive remission of sins, grace, and righteousness. The gospel compels us to avail ourselves, or you could say, make use of Christ in justification. And so, again, we go to the places where God has promised to give to us his gifts. We receive those gifts, and then we make use we make use of the person and the work of Jesus. So Jesus being our great high priest, we make use of that. He is the one who intercedes for us. He is the atoning sacrifice for us. We make use of that, uh, speci specifically in our fight against the devil. Uh, we always point to the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. The quote continues, It, the gospel, teaches that through him we have access to God by faith. It teaches that we ought to set him as mediator and propitiator against God's wrath. It teaches that by faith in Christ, the remission of sins and reconciliation are received, and the terrors of sin and of death overcome. And so we make use of the person and the work of Jesus. We fight against the unholy trinity, uh, against the devil, the corrupted world, our own sinful flesh. We defend ourselves with the promises of, uh, of Christ, and uh, we receive all of the gifts that only uh, the triune God can give to us. So how do we order then all of our life around receiving the person and work of Jesus and uh, making use of him? So that's what the, the receptive life is about, um, uh, learning this spiritual framework, a way of, of thinking, a way of acting, a way of living out the Christian life, and then combining that with daily practices, right? Weekly practices, the daily exercises of the Christian faith that focuses on uh, the reception, uh, the receiving uh, of the person and work of Jesus, and then making use of him. And when we do that, again, we have this great gift that we can fight. We can fight against that unholy trinity. We can defend ourselves uh, with all of the, the works of Jesus, and we can rest 
we can receive all of the gifts that only the triune God can give to us. So that's the that's the concept. Um, put it, I guess, simply, it's about flipping spiritual ladders, isn't it? You know, flipping that ladder that is about performance. And if you're climbing that ladder, you know how uh, tiresome and wearisome that is. Um, and don't you long for, uh, you know, the ladder where God himself is the one who descends, who gives to us gifts, who works, and we then we then receive. So that's the concept. Um, in, in videos that follow, I'm going to talk about uh, the backstory behind the receptive life and how I first uh, came to understand it. And then we'll talk about the, you know, the practical way to, to use it. Uh, what would be a daily practice, a daily exercise, uh, a weekly practice uh, that would help us get to all of those places where God himself would do his work. And when we get to those places, then the triune God, you know, will, will help us. Will help us to fight against the unholy trinity, uh, the devil, the corrupted world, our own uh, sinful flesh. Uh, he'll help us defend ourselves with the work and promises of Jesus. And he will uh, give us rest. And he will give to us and we'll receive all of the gifts that only he can give.